up on Metro FM, weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m. Good morning. How are you guys? We are fantastic. Thank you. Hope you well. I am great. I just had an amazing uh, subclass that I fell in class, but I'm great. So, <laughs> comparing myself to other people, I did a good job. Today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Look, Doc, I understand that, you know, in, in, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, belonging is one of those things that we all feel we, we need to have in our lives, being a part of stuff. But now, to the extent where we compare ourselves to others, I mean, that's not always a good thing, right? Oh, I like it when you read up on psychology. It is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just getting started. <laughs> Should I leave the studio, guys? Should I leave? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's very sexy when people put in the effort to be mm. able to uh, study what we are talking about. But absolutely. In fact, that is one of the foundations for which we conduct, um, for which we compare ourselves to other people, but also for which other people use to compare themselves to us, right? Um, one of those is that it fosters social cohesion. It, it gives you a sense of bonding and belonging with other people. You actually get one of the key things. And mm. we notice this, particularly when kids turn the, around the age of nine, when they go to grade three, that they start de-individuating from the family and the parents to what's actually wanting to fit in within the peer group. Mm. And that is a key co- uh, comp- component of it. But there's other factors behind comparison that people might want to read up on. So this is a theory actually that has been developed by Leon Festinger and I would encourage people to go and read up on social comparison theory. It will open your eyes up to a number of things. Mm. Um, so think about the fact that when you want to have empathy or compassion for another person, you literally have to put yourself in that person's shoes. Mm. So you are actually able to try and appreciate what they are going through, their experience, as if it's happening to you, even though you know that it's not. So what activates our neural neurons that allows us to have empathy and compassion is actually very much central to that comparison theory. So it is important as human beings that we realize that we can't just switch it off. You can't just go on autopilot oblivious to what other people are doing in your environment and actually claim that when you don't compare yourself to other people. There are subtle ways that you do it. And it helps in terms of helping you define your self-esteem, you being able to actually be sure about your self-efficacy, how well you are doing and the feedback that you're getting from other people Mm -hmm. about how well you're doing on particular areas. But also we use it to justify why we do certain things. Maybe I realized that I fell in class, but I wasn't the only one who fell. And in fact, I'm actually very advanced. I was able to stand up and I look at how oh, other people are avoiding the sub, uh, the sub class. So then I justify my willingness to be able to do certain things, try certain things and fall or actually even uh, pick up myself up from the floor because of I actually recognize that I'm better. I'm ranking myself with other people. But I can also use it to justify wrong behavior that, ah, you know, I drink, I drink a glass of wine every now and then. At mm. least it's not whiskey. At least I'm not drunk. So I try to justify and minimize certain things. So it is a very powerful thing. So it's important that you just actually familiarize yourself in terms of why you do social comparison. Mm. It's important also that our sense of norms, values, and principles are very much governed on you being able to decipher what is right and what is wrong Mm. and how you are brought up, how you're socialized is part of what the social comparison is. So if you're part of an in-group and you call yourself a Christian, you call yourself a good Christian man, how can you be cheating? How can you be doing this and that? So you compare yourself with other people like that. And sure. so our values, our principles, and our roles are very much steeped in us being able to, to, to categorize and compare and compare ourselves with other people. Mm. Sure. Today on Personal Mastery, the benefits and the pitfalls of comparing yourself to others. 
if you want to comment on this, maybe you find yourself in a situation where you are comparing yourself to other people who maybe study the same thing as you, but for some reason, they've just managed to bullet through that 100-meter race to the finish line, whatever the finish line is, and they're doing just considerably far better than you. And you don't understand why to the extent that it actually makes you feel sad. Yeah. If if you if you yeah. can relate to this, send us your comments right now, 089-110-3377 or WhatsApp us, 071-585-6157. Doc, I want to pick up on that part of how it makes us feel when we compare yeah. ourselves to others. And like in Blackie's case who tweeted us, she's 24. I mean, when I was 24, <laughs> I was someone else. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but she feels sad that her, you know, people her age are doing well and mm-hmm. she's seemingly not. She's still living at home. You know, the sense of sadness. How do we manage the the sense of saying, eh, but I'm not happy with where I am, you know? Um, the, 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 what, I, what, I, what I would say to Blake is that in you recognizing that you, in terms of your peer group, the people that you feel you've up and come up with them at the same time, mm. but they are advanced compared to you. Um, when you realize that you're behind, what does that information activate, motivate you to do? Mm. Now, the, the feeling itself is one thing. We are not our feelings more. We try in personal mastery to make people recognize that you are not just a heart. You also have a body. You also have, also have a mind. Mm. So just because you are feeling something and you're feeling vulnerable about it, what actually is important is how does that feeling activate you to make choices and inform how you show up, how you make decisions and activate whatever it is that you're not happy about. Now, there are people who can compare themselves to others and realize I don't feel good. Or you might find that your parent is comparing yourself with your sibling and you don't feel good. Like, mm. Blakey, you're feeling down and you realize that it's affecting your self-esteem, it's affecting your motivation. It's actually draining the energy out of you because you feel like a failure. Sure. And I need to be able to recognize that there are people as a result of this comparison. They're actually drifting to anxiety. They panic. They feel like they're inadequate. They have that imposter syndrome that we spoke about earlier in the year. Remember, people who are driven to this uh, to the brink of collapse and they, they, they actually feel depressed. They feel completely devaluated, uh, um, worthless and demotivated. And if that's where you are, so recognize how those feelings actually end up translating in how you show up and how it is impacting your life. Yeah. And when you are noticing that it's having an adverse effect on you, honestly, go and seek mental health support, mm. go and seek professional intervention. Because you sometimes we minimize those impacts and we say, I get our sharp ish tomorrow is another day. But mm. you realize that when you look back, there's a there's a there's a chronology and there's an intensification yeah. in the negative feelings that you're having and you can't pick yourself up. So that's the first thing. If you're realizing that it's not getting better mm. and you are feeling worse and worse and worse, go and seek professional help. But secondly, if ever you are in a place that you're recognizing that I've been here and I actually want to do something about it. Sometimes being able to compare yourself and realizing you're not happy with where you are can activate that motivation. And this might be in terms of how you are upset about it and it, it, you, you turn it into adaptive anger and it activates you to say, so you know what, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to keep hustling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep pushing at it. But other times you might find that it allows you, it activates you, pushes you to start cultivating relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of what it is that it, that allows it, that it activates with you, particularly in terms of activating your own personal agency. How does it allow you to activate the resources within you and within your environment to try and change the environment that mm. you are in and achieve the outcomes that you have? The other thing is you need to just not just compare yourself blindly. 
be intentional about who you're comparing yourself with or who you're being compared to. Because the dimension of comparison is that Mm. multiple people that is working with. So you are completely on a different plane to Mo. You might have been coming from the same neighborhood, same classroom in primary, but Mo has got circumstances that are not similar to you. So actually, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to Mo because that is apples and oranges. Mm. Secondly, recognize the fact that sometimes you can compare yourself upward where you are actually activated in terms of, I look at Mo, he's my role model, I want to get there. But you are actually uninformed about what it took for more, uh-huh. what sacrifices mm. yep. for more to, you had to make to get to that upward level. You're just saying, he's my role model, I want to be like you, more. I want to get there. So try and get to understand how more got there. Do research, speak to more if you can. Find out, mm. be willing to, 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 job sale, to job shadow, mm. to actually get to understand the people that you're comparing yourself so, to, especially in terms of if it's upward. But if it's downward, also recognize that when you are using it to bolster your self-esteem in terms of, ah, I'm better because Mr. Lady, you actually might not actually understand the content that makes you think you are superior and that might make you feel good, but actually yeah. might be an empty sense of how you are showing up. So yeah. be willing to unpack all the layers that you are using to try and compare yourself to other people. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. a bit, it's a bit of work, but let me tell you, um, yeah. we got some comments coming in and let's take a listen to one of them. Wow, some interesting views. Um, I think that last one is very encouraging as yeah. much as the, the yeah. previous one, Doc, is, is more reflective. As we wrap up our conversation in a nugget, there are blackies out there and some of the ladies that send voice notes and many other people listening right now. How do we do it you know, productively? What's the first step in making sure that when we do do these comparisons, it's in a progressive way? Um, notice Blackie, people like Blackie in the same situation, your internal negative chatter. If you are finding that you're berating yourself, you're critical, you're only looking at the negatives, recognize how that's going to deplete you. If you are in a space where you're feeling like you're not doing well enough with the things that are happening, and particularly right now in 2022, there's a bigger context that is not necessarily about you, it's about the fact that the economy is bad, we've just come out of a recession, we've just come out of a pandemic. Mm. So sometimes, because we, we are looking at the trees and then we miss the forest, right? We want to encourage people to also exercise what is called soft eyes. Look at things in context. Don't just look at yourself in terms of tunnel vision. Yeah. Be willing to look at the macro picture as well as the macro picture. Because if you look at the macro picture, you are not alone. There are so many people in your age. My son is one of them who are stuck between being a graduate or wanting to launch their life, but they can't because the economy, the environment, what's happening right now in the world is actually shutting down all the opportunities. And as a result, because you are not alone, you don't need to internalize it, personalize it, and sure. that it's a you problem. It is a bigger problem than you are. And then also that allows you to opportunity to actually start talking to other people mm-hmm. because you are not alone and it's not something that has been done to you because of lazy or there's bad juju around you. You begin to actually give yourself permission to lean on and open up and not mm. suffer in silence. And you might find that there's people out there who are empathetic, understanding, and then actually help you in other ways. It might not necessarily give you what you want right now, but it can help develop the skills to get you to where you want to be eventually. Absolutely. And so many comments coming in just as I uh, scroll through my phone, Doc. uh, People needing this conversation. So thank you so much for um, allowing us to have it. And thank you for entertaining Blackie's, um, you know, feelings right now, because uh, it's got a resounding sort of impact on many people that we aren't even aware are listening. So thank you for that, Dr. Matenchi. And uh, we'll chat again next week. Absolutely. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. And you too. Wake up on Metro FM weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m.